And I ain't hit no drop in a minute. No, I'm about yeah. my business. Rappers Guy Podcast, episode 35. This is your host, Diggy Matro. Bales Pagliacci. And today we wanted to talk about competing in the rap game and uh, why it could be detrimental to your career. Uh, a lot of kids come up thinking that they have to compete with the next guy or like there's only one that could be on top and that could actually really hurt you. Especially as a young artist, you might burn bridges that you don't necessarily have to. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just wanted to kind of shed some light on that method and why it might not work out for you. What are your I, thoughts? I would definitely say I truly agree that, you know, hip hop has definitely been since the beginning of the time kind of like competition. I'm not sure who kind of put it that way. I'm not sure if it was the listeners or if it was just the artists themselves just kind of once again, we speak about this all the time, like having the ego and just feeling like I want to be the best. I have to be the best. Uh, but like you said earlier, it's, I find myself at any point for me personally, if I'm competing, it feels like once again, I may make the wrong song or I might be trying to reach for something I really don't need to be reaching for instead of staying in my own lane, because it's just like, you know, they always say, don't be pocket watching and don't be focusing what, what nobody else is doing. You know, the same thing really applies to music, no matter how much somebody may have transcended you or, you know, probably below you. At the end of the day, it's all about focusing on what you got going on and try to be the best person that you could be and, you know, let the people dictate where you where you sit. And sometimes even having people dictate where you are, you probably just don't really care about those things sometimes either. You know, just got to be, stay in your own head. Hip hop is not a sport. As much as people want it to be a sport, you don't get compensated like a sport. You don't get rewarded like a sport. Hip hop is an art form. It's music. Yeah. The the goal of hip hop is to make the best products. And if you're not focused on making the best product and you're focused on all the other things, such as competing with the next man, then you're not going to gain. Like this game is all about just making good music. That's really what it's about. You should be entirely focused on that. Making good music. Don't worry about the next person trying to like be better than them because that that doesn't turn into money. Yeah, because it's not like when you finish in the booth um, recording a fire verse that somebody's going to come in and drop Gatorade on your head like right. like you won the Super Bowl or something. And that's shit. what I'm saying. There's no reward <laughs> for like being a better rapper than someone else. So you you can't kind of like position yourself like that. You have to, you have to just stick to what your mission is, mm-hmm. make music that speaks to you, and just be true to yourself. And I feel like a lot of people, when they try to compete with others, um, they forget what they're doing it for. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Like, and and don't get me wrong. There's probably artists out there that do it for sport. Like, that's literally what they try to do. Like, that's their whole mission is to just, I'm a better rapper than this person and that person. But I don't think anyone's ever gotten to the the top of the game uh, focused on that. No, I think it kind of just naturally happens. I don't I'm- think Jay-Z ever once was like, I'm the best rapper and that's what I need to out-rap everyone. Jay-Z opened, ver- he he had uh, songs with Eminem and all these people in their primes, open arms, because he wasn't even focused on that. He didn't care about about being, uh, having the better verse on Renegade. Like, honestly. I still haven't heard that song. It's a bad song. Yeah, okay. I'm glad they listened to it then. It's not a good song. I mean, people are going to probably stand it, tell us that we're crazy for that, yeah. but it's not like a great song. It's not a, a song you keep going back to. But there's a lot of artists in this game that, like, they focus uh, beneficially, they focus on just making good records. And that's why you'll see these new guys will like invite all the uh, so-called better rappers mm-hmm. onto their songs. Like uh, Russ, 
who has songs with Black Thought and fucking Royce the Five Nine, like all these different, or, or Benny the Butcher rather, like all these spitters yeah. who rap their asses off. All the new guys that are like really about that like rap shit, they don't care. I mean, because honestly, if you ask me too, like if I had like a artist that I thought, um, you know, in certain areas is better than me, then hell yeah, I want them on my song. Because guess what? It's going to make a whole better song. And, you know, people may look at it like, oh, what if he smokes on your own song? Then fuck it. I just got smoked on my own song. Did the song come out great? Did it come out like a product that I wanted to hear? And at the end of the day, it's just just because, you know, the people's perception is, you know, you got smoked on your own track. You don't really have to feel that way. Once again, it's all about what's in your mind and what's in your head and how you feel about the shit. If you came out with an amazing ass song, fuck it. It doesn't even matter at that point. Again, that's the focus. The focus is making a good record. The focus should not be uh, competing on your own record. Because that was that weird shit with Big Sean and Kendrick, right? Was that like some weird shit like on a, a well, track or some like shit? That's, that's some weird shit with a lot of people. But I don't think that it's, it's the artists themselves that are like making that a competition. I think that the fans do sometimes. Exactly. You know what I mean? The fans are like, yo, Kendrick smoked him on control. And it's like Big Sean probably wasn't even worried about that. Big Sean probably wanted that song to be out because of how incredible Kendrick's verse was. Exactly. You know what I mean? Which that could make shit weird. It makes it weird when your focus was to make a good record and everyone's now focused on who, Every who smoked who on the record. Yeah, was he talking about you? Was he trying to smoke you on your own song? Like, you gonna let him do that? And then, you know, that becomes like a tabloid thing and it comes with popularity. And then once again, it kind of starts getting into your head. And it's like, well, shit, that's how they really feel. Maybe I should have went harder. But then that's when you start reaching for shit you're not supposed to be reaching for. Right. Um... How it could hurt you as a young artist on the come up. You might be sitting there uh, in a township where maybe uh, there's other rappers locally that are dope. And you're so focused on beating them out for the top guy spot that like you might burn bridges. You might not want to work with certain people because you're so focused on beating them that you don't even you don't see them as your peer. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're you're you despise them because they also rap, which is like that's incredibly weird. And on the other end, sometimes you'll also see um if you're the person that's trying to reach out and make great music, sometimes you'll reach out to certain people that are probably within the same level as you, but then they still just may downplay you because they feel like it's a competition. Because you gotta realize as much as we all wanna be collaborations and we all wanna have fun with each other and make music, some people just in a in their mindset at the end of the day, artists are not they still have their own personality. They have their own way of perceiving things. And you can't really change those things when it comes to people. Uh, but for the most part, you can really control what's going on inside yourself and how you kind of react to things and how you move along these uh, along these lines with this shit. Because competition for what? There's enough money out here for everybody to um, get. There's enough fans out here for everybody to get. We talked about this before in previous episodes. So it's like there really isn't no more competition. There's more so... Let's just make some great piece of art and let's make this shit really work together for both of us. And that's where I say you lose direction or you lose focus on what's important. Like, I don't know if everyone uh, approaches music how I do, but like my approach to music uh, from young was like, this is my only way. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I knew that this is all I wanted to do. You know what I mean? And, and when your approach is, this is my only way, then to make it a competition thing is odd. It's almost like uh, it's that hood mentality. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like it's that crabs in the barrel shit where yep. it's like I have to I have to climb out and fuck everyone that's in my way when really like 
working on records with a bunch of people, it only expands uh, your fan base. It makes you a better artist on top of that, It makes too. you a better artist because you you are, there is a competitive nature, but also it's just competing to make a good record. But like, if you're hopping on tracks with everyone locally, everyone has a different listenership, whether it be their friends or actual fans. Yep. So like, making them aware of who you are by having a great verse on their song is beneficial to you as an artist. And that's something that you have to focus on. You have to be focused on uh, working with a bunch of different people, especially on the come up. You know, I, I, I have so many tracks with New Jersey artists, mm-hmm. like so many feature tracks with New Jersey artists because like I wanted to expand the network and I wanted to, uh, to be on as many people's tracks as I can just because that's that's my mentality going in. Like, let me let me be everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of artists need to approach it like that. Like some some artists kind of like uh, they call themselves loners, and they they're like, I do this all by myself. And it's like, yeah, but to whose benefit? If you're doing it all by yourself, I, I wouldn't even necessarily say that benefits you at all. So it's like, why? I think it's kind of the. Uh... The GOAT term that's been thrown around all the time and everybody wants to be a GOAT of this and GOAT of that. But once again, it's like, no matter how much you may feel it in your mind um, or how, whatever you may feel in your soul, sometimes it's kind of like the public's perception. Before um, off camera, me and Dig were talking about um, Drake and as far as where he aligns as far as being like the top guy, as far as being like an artist and a rapper, because he technically considered the GOAT right now. But it's like, if you ask me, he wouldn't be, but that'd probably be a, a bad opinion from some, certain people would say that. But at the end of the day, it's not something that even no matter how much you want to claim something, there's always going to be somebody that's going to say no, or they're going to think otherwise. But when something's subjective, you can't really, there is exactly. no final answer. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's why, like, if you're going into rap competing, you might think that you won every single uh, matchup, but like, there's someone out there who thinks you're the worst part, part of every song you've been on. Exactly. Even if you, in your head, you were incredible and there's people out there that are telling you, yo, your verse was great. There's someone out there who hates your verse. So you can't just take their word for it. It's a subjective art form. Everything's subjective because it's art. And being that it's subjective, competing on a record isn't worthwhile. It's not meant for anything. You know what I mean? Because you're not, it's not leading to a, a good song. Perfect example for me. Portal Rock J mm-hmm. hops on one of my records. Competition on that song was the last thing I was thinking about. He might have approached it competitively because yeah. that's how he is. You know what I mean? He's a very competitive, spirited artist. But like, I wasn't thinking about, yo, he wrote a fire verse. I got to come back at him with some fire shit. Mm -hmm. My verse was already done and on the record. That was the last thing I was thinking about. You know what I mean? But like, and and Jay is as fire as it gets when it comes to the pen. So I think that the approach is just different. But my approach is always going to be, yo, let's make a good song. And I think the where I messed up at when I did um, my songs with him, I definitely was probably trying to compete and just trying to stay on the same level because we had the same friend groups. Don't get me wrong. At some point of my life, I was also trying to compete. Yeah, yeah, of But course. you grow out of that because exactly. you realize that that shit's not for anything. Yep. You know what I mean? It doesn't get you anywhere to compete. Maybe it gets your skill level up because that, that competition is like practice. So maybe in your initial phases, it's not the worst thing that could happen because you are trying to be better than everyone. So mm-hmm. like it might get your skill level up, just like if you're competing for the point guard position on your high school basketball team, 
if you work harder than everyone or you're like you have you pick a target and you're like I got to go at his neck yeah like that might help you yeah we definitely not telling you not to go out there and try to be number 1 that will definitely make that clear we're not trying to be do the that. best you yeah be the best you definitely but we're also, not trying to tell you yeah but also make good music exactly don't be the best you at the expense of making terrible music because it sounds like you're angry and trying to like beat out everybody because with those songs that I did with him I think I was more so into trying to compete with the energy and everything right and then that just kind of throws off of what Bales is as an artist right and that's another thing know who you are as an artist I did a song with a kid named Zeus uh Zeus B dope artist from Newark and um he wanted to change his verse at first because when I rap I'm very aggressive that's just, that's been my style forever. Like, I'm very aggressive and witty, and I come with a certain energy on every record. He's not that way at all. Mm-hmm. He's vibey. He's laid back. He has a low tone. He's not a competitive rapper, and that's what makes him dope, is that he's not like that at all. So when mine and his verse were next to each other on the record, he was like, ah, yeah, I don't think that my verse matches your energy. And I'm like, I didn't go to you for that energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't looking for you to match the energy. That's my energy. That's what I think a lot of times happens, though. Like, you know, you may hear something and be like, yo, I got to match this. But honestly, sometimes the parallel actually sounds so much better than having the same person doing the same thing, essentially. Yeah. You know? It's it's that contrast. Exactly. You You need contrast on music. If you just had two people doing the exact same thing, then how do you even determine what part you like better? You know what I mean? Like, how do you determine? Now it's just like, then it becomes super subjective. Because it's not, I've never heard a song where people were like going hard at each other that I was like, this is incredible music. Yeah, like, now it's I just feel like y'all screaming at me. Right. It's incredible <laughs> sport. Like, yo, I could acknowledge that Eminem on certain records when he's like being super technical and like super lyrical miracle, mm-hmm. that that shit is dope. <laughs> but it's also like, you don't go back to that music. You don't get in your car and be like, yo, that one song where Eminem was trying to co-wet everyone in the game, I need to listen to that right now. That music always falls to the wayside for music that's like from the soul and from the spirit. And like th- this person, you could tell, like put all their heart into a song. Because honestly, even when you think about the Control song, it's like nobody's like to this day just sitting there bumping that I'm shit saying. in their car. You don't go back to Control at all. And, and if it, you do, you're a weirdo. Yeah, like, definitely weird. Because that's supposed to be like the considered like one of those, oh, this is my competition. I'm number one. I'm number one. But Let's be honest. Nobody's in their car bumping that shit. They're bumping the shit that, you know, you can sing along to or just the hook is good. The melody is good. It's not, you know, I'm the best and this is me. I'm the top dog. Would you say that that even really helped Kendrick in his career? Um, nah, Not really because uh, that's what everybody keeps talking about now with the Drake thing just because the control verse came out. So now they just want to keep comparing that. So it's like. Well, Drake, Drake was uh, outwardly saying when the control verse dropped that he didn't understand why Kendrick did that. And that, like, he doesn't ever want to work with him again for that. Yeah. I mean, if you're not a competitive rapper and that's not what you're going for, then that might catch you off guard if someone just mentions your name on a record and is like, yo, I'm trying to kill you. That's burning that bridge that we were just talking about. Uh, and that's what I'm episode. saying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He burnt that bridge. That's why the last Kendrick and Drake song you heard was Poetic Justice, because there hasn't been one since. Because Control came after that. And that was a good song. Poetic Justice was a great song. Great fucking song. I'm I'm of the mindset at this age, especially that if you could work on good records with as many uh, people as possible, you should. And I think that having more connections is always going to help you in any facet of life. 
whether it be uh, in music or whether it be at your job. Put it this way. For example, if say you were a, a entry level worker at your job and you wanted a managerial position, right? You're not competing with the rest of the people on the floor. The way that you get the managerial position is you just do your job the best. The best of your ability. Not just the best of your ability, but like you just do the best job. You just do the best job. And hopefully they could acknowledge. And in a lot of cases, bro, you doing the best job, sometimes they still give the, the management position to someone else. Especially if they got like the actual connections in there. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's like all you could really focus on is doing the best shit for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All that competition shit is cool, but it doesn't lead to, it, it might not lead to your success. You know what I mean? You think that you're competing for success, but you're not. You're competing for your own egotistical reasoning. And honestly, I, I look at myself in the mirror enough where I just be like, you know what? I'm a great artist, but I'm not, I'm not going to consider myself like the best, best, best artist out, out in the world. I got some work to do. I definitely got some more things that I could work on. Definitely some things that, you know, would benefit me in my career. And I can't just go about running around town with the, I have the crown on in my head and nobody can say nothing to me. Nobody can't talk to me. Because it's like, no matter how much you may want to feel like that on the inside, truth be told, you can always learn something. You can always gain something from another artist. Um, And anytime that you choose to want to compete with everybody, that is just completely negating the fact that you definitely have some work that you need to do on your own. There, there are three top guys, as J. Cole said on his record that he dropped today, right? There's Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole, who everyone acknowledges as the top guys in the game right now, right? But everyone might have a different opinion on who the number one is. Exactly. Everyone's order of who those top three are is completely different. So it's like, it doesn't matter how they go at each other. It doesn't matter if they accept each other. Like, everyone's going to form their own opinion regardless. There's people writing top 50 lists that are fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Got Ja Rule at number 10. And you're like, what? It's murder. <laughs> but you feel what I'm saying? Like, there's a person out there that wakes up in the morning and thinks Ja Rule is the 10th best rapper of all time. I, I will say, though, that verse is kind of made you remind, remind you that, you know what, maybe if 50 Cent didn't kill him, he probably would have been, not not a, like a top three, but, you know, it's definitely was a great artist. Ja Rule is a great artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Ja Rule had great music, but he's not a top 10 rapper of all time. Like, you just can't make that argument. But he, to someone, he is. And that's what I'm saying. In my head, he's not. I should be I should be more clear with that. Yeah. My opinion is that he's not a top 10 rapper, but to someone, he's a top 10 rapper of all time. That'd be very wild if you are out there, but if you are out there, let us know. That's that's actually kind of crazy. There's people out there. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. Like these people have a right to to have their opinion. You know what I think though? I think the competition thing comes from just kind of what we've seen when we was like growing up and getting older. Cause you know, you had like Biggie and Pac, then you had Nas and Jay-Z. And then at one at one point it was the 50 Cent and Kanye. Uh I'm not sure who was who was after that. I guess it was these three, uh, Cole, Kendrick, and Drake kind of competing for that top spot. It comes from the crabs and the barrel mentality. That's yeah. where it really comes from. Like, if you really want to be honest, that's what it comes from. It comes from, like, a hood mentality where everyone's trying to compete with each other to get out the hood. Then you transfer that over to the music industry. Like, we we don't think about it often enough, but, like, the music industry is just a bunch of hood dudes running around, like, trying to make money. And yep. a lot of them see it as, like, if I don't kill this dude... He might take my bag. Yeah, there's money coming off of my table. And and meanwhile, like, there's so many record labels out there. 
there's so many bags out there. Like, if you really wanted the bag, like, it doesn't matter if you're better than Drake or worse than Drake. Like, there's so many different opportunities where that shouldn't even be a focus of yours because that focus that you have is going to throw you off the bag. Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. You know what I mean? Like, like you're you're so focused on competing with others that you're not even focused on the real mission, and that's to, like, change the lives of everyone in your family. Because it's even like the, I think, I believe that was Vince Staples, where he said he, he kind of just bowed out of, like, trying to make music music, and he was just making music for placements on um, fucking games and movies and shit. And it's Depends like Depends on what you're in it for. Exactly. That's right. the bag. He's not trying to be number one rapper in the world or top rapper in the world. He may feel like that on the inside, but his mind is on the bag, and the bag is with the placements. I was watching an uh, interview with uh, Baby yesterday, um, Birdman. Oh, okay. And... No, it's like three of them now. Yeah. And Birdman <laughs> is saying... They asked him about the Rick Ross beef. Mm-hmm. And they asked him like how he feels about that. And he said, I'm, he goes, I'm a gangster from, from uh, New Orleans. He goes, I have rich white people throwing hundreds of millions of dollars at me. He goes, I don't care who you are. You're not going to fuck that up for me. He Preach. said, I'm not going to even acknowledge the fact that these people exist because any acknowledgement from me might fuck up my bag. And he's like, I work too hard to fuck up my bag for another person. He goes, with all due respect, I respect everyone's hustle and grind. He goes, but I'm not going to get thrown off my bag because somebody's upset at me. Uh, I definitely understand. I understand it. You know, he still got street with it too. He's like, if they see me in person, it's different. But he's like, they're not going to, they're never going to catch me slipping in public and have me talking crazy and throw off my bag. Yeah, no, definitely. You just and I never think mad people away. need to approach it like that. You need to approach it like, yo, remember what you're in this for. Remember what you're doing. Like, you're trying to change your family's lives. You're trying to change your mom's life. You're trying to buy your mom a crib off this shit. If you're focused on competing with some rapper from the next town over, are you still focused on buying your mother a house? What are you doing it for? At that point, you just focus on somebody else. And like, what's the point of alienating yourself? Yo, and, and the argument sometimes where people are like, I don't do it for the money. I do it for the love. That's bullshit. Love where? It's just bullshit. I it's see like, what happened yo, in, in, in any in any form of of life, you have to be compensated for for the hard work you put in. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it, right? Like we could pretend like we just do it for the love of the shit, but that's just not true. It's just not, bro. You're not doing anything else for the love of it. You don't go to your job and work hard for the love of it. I would love to change my family tree. And that's what I'm saying. I love the music. I love making the music, but it's like, I love making the music and knowing that it's a potential that I could change my family tree and the generations that's going to come after me. And when you talk about finance, people people like to make it a nasty thing. Like, yo, money doesn't buy happiness. No, but like, what would make me happy is changing my family's lives. Exactly. What would make me happy is giving opportunities to a bunch of kids who probably wouldn't have gotten it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. That All these things would make me happy. Changing people's lives would make me a very happy man. So it's like, that's my focus. My focus is on changing people's lives and I need the finances to back that. Yes. So yeah, I'm going to work hard and I'm going to get paid for it, compensated correctly. And in turn, I'm going to be able to change a lot of people's lives, but I can't do that without the finances. So money can't bring happiness, but a lot of happy shit comes from making money. You could build a lot of shit with some fucking money. You could build a lot of shit with some money. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, that's the, the currency that we've chosen as human beings throughout time to fucking focus on. You know, like, if it was a barter system, I'd be bartering the shit out of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if it, if it was still trading, like, fucking, like, 
medieval times when yeah. you trade chickens for shit, I'd be trading chickens right now. Trading like sixteen chickens for a sixteen for a verse. Right. But <laughs> but they, they chose currency. So I'm gonna I'm gonna work hard for currency because that could change people's lives. And I think that you need to focus on that as a musician. And that comes from working on the best product. Yes. Like we're all making a product. There's not enough business sense in this game where people understand that what they're doing is creating a product. The same way you create a shirt if you're a brand owner. Mm -hmm. Like, you should be focused on not just making the most creative shirt or the coolest shirt. You should be focused on the quality of it. Making a, a great shirt. You know what I mean? And I don't think that, that uh, these brands are competing with each other when they drop a shirt. Yeah, I think that I think that there's there's a competitive nature to any business. I think that they're trying to get the most endorsements. I think that they want to uh, compete for for more buyers. But I don't think that these people are competing on who has the better shirt. And I also think they like they're trying to compete to basically be the goat or be the number one. I also think they're not competing just to try to knock somebody else's hustle down. You know, that's, once again, that's kind of what the, the people dictate. And it's not, unfortunately, you can't really do much about that. If they happen to shop at this specific store for certain reasons, then, you know, they're going to go to that specific store. Clothing is always such a good example because you can make so many parallels. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not going to stop people from shopping at Louis Vuitton if if you rock Gucci. Like, it nope. doesn't matter. If, if you're the owner of Gucci, you can't stop people from buying LV. You just can't. You know what I mean? You could try your hardest. And there's probably people who are diehard Gucci fans who don't buy LV. And they have that weird, like, you know how people that drive, like, Benzes will be like, fuck BMW. Yeah. There's that weird competitive thing that happens with music, too. But, like, for the most part, someone who rocks Gucci probably rocks LV, too. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, none of that shit even fucking matters. They're rocking all that. that shit. You know what I mean? Ferragamo, all those things, Fendi. Like, if you're a high fashion person, I'm sure you're yeah, not just sticking to one label. You're trying to get everything. And it, and the same thing applies to music. People who rock with you don't just rock with you because you've beaten out everyone. They like your music. Talk that shit. You know what I mean? And oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, got... drop that. <laughs> hey, yo. <yeah>. Gems. <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah. We got a we got a new soundboard and and we're gonna have some fun with the podcast going forward. Definitely but, gonna have fun. But guys, uh, th that podcast went pretty quick. No, I really did. That episode went quick. But again, uh, we know that a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are young. We know that uh, there's gonna be people who come back at us and are like, "Nah, you got to be competitive. This generation soft. This and that." Mm -hmm. But honestly, focus on making good music before you focus on competing with others. That's not the goal. The goal is money in this game. The goal is is getting streams. The goal is building up your brand. And you're not going to do that if you're focused on another man or and, woman. And that comes from just, I don't want to say competing with yourself because that also kind of causes some like kind of negative mindset, I guess. Just once again, focus on trying to make what's best for you and trying to find that 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 safe place for you. Some people may want to be superstars. Some maybe people want to just be mid-level. Some people want to be underground. It's perfectly fine. Just get your bag, get your money. But in the process, don't try to step on other people's heads just because you need to be the number one guy or you need to be the top person because there's no such thing as a top person. There never will be. I guess if you want to look at it from sales-wise. It's but, sales and finance. Yeah. That's all it is. And then you should be numbers. focused on that. Yeah. If you really want to be the top guy, then focus on that. And that's what we were talking about before with the Drake's. Just like, I can't really... 
negate you can't argue, the you can't numbers. argue number one when it comes to to sales with Drake or like billboard placements or any of these things. You can't argue that, right? But like, can you argue from a musical standpoint? Can yeah, you, definitely can. From artistry, sure. You know what I mean? So like, if you really want to be the top guy and, and you want to be number one, then you got to beat all those records. Otherwise, he, there's no way. You think he's bigger than Michael Jackson? I think that try carefully. No, I I think that by <laughs> streaming numbers, yeah, but also that's unfair. Yeah, I was supposed to say that's a, it's very unfair. Michael Jackson died, like you know what I mean. Like you can't. It's not like he's putting out new bangers every week. Like it's like we you can't compare any of these guys. Like you could be like, oh, Drake is is bigger than Biggie and Tupac. He is by streaming numbers. And that's and that's that's another thing that we got to really like put into um, perspective. It's just like. What the fuck would we be comparing sometimes, honestly? Like, there's no comparisons where you just try to find a way to compare certain shit. Because it's like, why are you even comparing Drake Human and Michael Jackson? Human beings need to compare everything. I mean, just to, bro, when I first started doing radio interviews, they were comparing me to Mac Miller. You know what I mean? And it's like, why? For no reason. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no similarities besides bearded white dude with tattoos. Like, that's, and that's the thing. Like, someone always needs a reference point for mm-hmm. every artist. So they want to compare you. If you listen to a new artist, the first thought that you have is always, he sounds kind of like, like this person. person. Mm-hmm. He sounds kind of like that person, which is cool if you're just looking at their influences. But not if you're using that as like a, like, that's the point that you have to get by. Like, oh, uh, he reminds me too much of this person. And that's what artists need to pay attention to. Like, like no matter what you do, no matter how much you want to think you're number one, there's always going to be that reference point where somebody was going to try to Take you down or take you a, a, a step down in your own mind. But at the end of the day, just worry about what you feel. That's yeah. it. Make good music. You good? I'm pretty much good. All right, guys. Rappers Guy Podcast. We're signing out. This is Diggy Metro. Bales Pagliacci. Peace out, guys.